Never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a cancer death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change Bigger T Podcast. I'm your boy, Bigger T. Joined, as always, by my man, Big C, Clint Shannon, the Clark. How you doing, buddy? I am fantastic. I am fantastic. I could not possibly be better. Life is good. When you're Travis Johnson's best friend, how could life not be good? It's a pretty, uh, you know, it's a pretty high spot, but, you know. But, you know, and also, I don't want to flex, but I know Robert Branscombe. You do so, know Robert Branscombe. Yeah. I know Robert Branscombe. And that's, yeah. Is there a bigger flex than saying you know Robert Branscombe? Not really. No. No, no, not at all. Not, I mean, you know what I need to bring back? I don't know where it is, but I need to bring back the brand stanza. Brand stanza, definitely. Need to bring back yeah. the brand Because, you know, hometown roofing's out there doing big things. They're slinging shingles and yeah. tacks and all kinds of things. Stuff. Yeah. They, <laughs> Whatever else. Whatever else makes awesome roofs. And give them a holler. Yeah. If you need, they'll give you a free roof inspection. That's give right. I mean, Robert, Robert takes care of a lot of the guests that we have on here. Yeah. So, um, and so we, we might get a free dinner out of the deal someday. Hey, you know, yeah, maybe. Whatever. Every now and then we've got a free dinner. Um, makes us pay. He's the that's one right. guy that's ever made us pay podcasters. Wesley yeah. Rowe, not so much. Yeah. Robert, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Wesley, when I was in the hospital, Wesley brought me a Chick fil A and, uh, I was gonna offer him to pay for it. I forgot to. So I I'll be taking your money. I owe him. I owe him. Yeah. I'm in debt. I'm in debt to Claude. What's the role in the third? Claude Wesley rolling the third. Yeah, I'm in debt to him. But uh that's all right. Yeah. Well, hey Clint, it's been uh it's been it's crazy times, okay? You know, um dude, you know what? Sometimes Razorback Force Force ain't so much fun to talk about. Yeah, but, but there's other stuff now. I mean, plenty of yeah, other. That's stuff. right. I mean, there's, you know, uh, I mean, we could have we could have let off with some Draymond Green, but you know, NBA is not necessarily our, you know, listening Never, audience. No, what did he do? I haven't seen it, but I I was I was eating at Slim Chickens earlier, and I saw a little blurb across the screen that said Draymond does what Draymond does. I hadn't seen it either, but I've heard people on the radio today calling for anywhere from a 10 game suspension to a 50 game suspension. And some are just saying indefinite suspension. He needs to go get some, some anger management and mental health help. And then, you know, kind of be interviewed before he gets back in the league again, because this is turning out because, you know, we already did the, was it Rudy Gay? He like headlocked and did crazy stuff too. And anyway, so anyway, yeah, he's, uh, He's crazy, man. He's, you know, he's part of it too. You know, I mean, I you feel for the guy. He's getting older. His abilities are, you know, starting to go down a little bit. You know, he's got injuries. He's got wear and tear on his body. And I'm sure he's getting frustrated. He can't do what he used to could do. So he's making an impact in other ways. And well, he's a little bit like Dennis Rodman in that sense. Because me and you grew up, we, we loved basketball. Yeah. 
Well, the NBA has become less and less entertaining. Like, I mean, it's all three pointers and dunks now. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. The the mid range game, what um, what Kobe and Jordan used to do, is kind of becoming a lost art. Mm. I mean, it really, it really yep. is. Even in the college game, like the game's changed. Yeah. Like you know, but you know what, a guy like Draymond and uh, and Dennis Rodman are both good at was getting in your head. Oh yeah. They're going to get in your head, and the trash talk sometimes goes too far. Yeah. The yeah, it sounds like he's yeah, but Rodman would usually just take it. He would take it to the edge. And then he would he he would get to you there and then stop. He did pick a reporter in the groin once. That's true, but Draymond just goes yeah. over the edge, over the edge, over the edge. Yeah. Anyway, we went and got to talk about that. But let's go, holy shnikes, man! Let's talk some baseball. Baseball. Okay, okay like, we got we got this guy. Million and something like that. Shohei Otani. Okay, he's already kind of a freak of nature, right? Because the guy plays, he hits, and he's, you know, plays the outfield, which he's kind of been just mostly DHing a lot, you know, the last, you know, mostly. But then he's also a pitcher, you know, and then, of course, he just had another Tommy John surgery. But he was a free agent, and, of course, everybody was wanting him. And he ends up with the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. Ends up with the Dodgers. A nearly $700 million contract. Okay. 10 years, around $700 million. And much of that is pushed back to where it's going to be paid out later. Yeah, like he's only like clearing $2 million a year. Like that's what he's paying himself. Yeah. I mean. Well, it helps. In that his face is all over everything in Japan, and he's bringing in like fifty million in endorsements. Yeah. So the two million a year's, you know, I mean. So what he's making in America is probably paling in comparison to what he's making in Japan. Yeah. Um, endorsement wise, especially. Yeah, endor- endorsement wise. Um, so I think it, it's it's crazy, but seven hundred million dollars to play a game, Travis. Well, and what he's doing is is smart, Clint. He's opening it up so the Dodgers can put good pieces around him. Okay. However, if you're the Dodgers, you're banking on when that contract takes hold and those big payments start coming in for it in 10 years down the road, you better be good then. You yeah. better have some good pieces around then because you're giving a lot of your luxury tax, you know, to is going to be going to this guy that may not be playing anymore. Right. You know, this guy that, you know, by that time, maybe retired back in Japan with his family and living it up, <laughs> you know, showing up at, you know, doing, doing like Ichiro where Ichiro still down. I think in Japan. I heard he was, I heard he went into a game pitching the other day. Ichiro did still throwing like 85 miles an hour, like a relief pitching. Okay. But, you know, Shohei Otani's going to, you know, good on him. Okay. Man, he's setting it. You know, how many players, if players would do this a little more, they would set themselves up to win. That's what, to me, that's one of my problems I have with a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. And one of the reasons I always respected Brady. Brady never took the big money for his contract. He would, if you looked at his contract, his would be, his contract would be the lowest contract among veteran players in the NFL, just about every year. He would, you know, it, it would seem like a lot, but it was, it wasn't ever it, the cap hit it would make on his teams. He would be, you know, paid, you know, about middle of the, you know. He did that so that they could afford to go get some defensive linemen, some offensive linemen, some running backs, some receivers, you know, things like that. Russell Wilson, when he took that big contract at Seattle, destroyed Seattle. Seattle had everything in place to win for a long time. And Russell started caring more about the money. And I'm afraid Mahomes, I'm afraid Dak, I'm afraid all these other young guys are doing the same thing. 
and we're going to gradually with Mahomes. That's what we're seeing. They still got some young guys there, but they're going to see. Well, they got receivers that can catch them. the ball. Yeah, I mean the, the I mean the big issue, you know, it's not like Arkansas this year. You looked at it. There's a glaring, glaring problem, and it was with mm. us with the offensive line. Yeah, but that was the receiving core. Yeah, and you look, they had Tyreek Hill. They had Sammy Watkins. And Tyreek Hill is, you know, in the conversation for the MVP of the league this year, you know. You look, I mean, he was a difference maker. Mm-hmm. I think, was he making 40 mil? Something like that. I, I don't know. But 40 million or something. I mean, it he was deserves ridiculous. it. <laughs> yeah. No, Mahomes deserves his money. Um, but. Oh. Well, no, Mahomes, if, if he was smart, because he's still making a ton of money on man, State man, Farm like, and. State Farm. You know, I, I think when you get to that level where you're just kind of endorsing everything, mm. I mean, Peyton Manning, what did he did? He, how did he have time to work out of the off season? Yeah, because uh, because man, that man has so many endorsements. Well, and, and the thing is, Mahomes is building a career to where he's going to be still sought after when he retires. Yeah, and he's the type of personality that there's he's still going to be like a lot of players like Manning like you know I mean even Eli Manning gets you know gets some endorsement deals right now you know that he's making money off of you know and he's he's setting him he's set up for you know anyway but Shohei Otani back to him holy shnikes dude way to go getting that big money coming in from the Dodgers um you know, part of me kind of was hoping to see what he looked like in the Yankees. Yeah. I, I think the Dodgers makes a little more sense because I think just the connection with Japan and everything is going to be stronger um, there in California. And, you know, it's a little easier flight to, to, to LA to, to, to um, Tokyo and things like that. So um, I think, and there's probably, and there's probably, you know, who knows, but, no, I mean Ichiro. Ichiro worked out well in New York too, but well, and this is where it's good they changed the 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 DH rule. Yeah, uh, to universal. Yeah, I mean it, it's only been a couple of years. Yeah, one of them, it's one of the advancements in baseball that kind of like traditionalists like me. You know, I'm kind of like you with the BCS when it comes to baseball. I'm like, no pitch clock, you whippersnappers, and yeah start off the 10th inning with a runner on second what yeah and just the 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 advances they made to the game i think actually have improved it that you know old fuddy duddies like me and this is a case where in the past otani you would have probably wanted to see him go to stay in the american league yeah um because if you took pulling and now they did change the rule and i think he was part of it where when he's pitching he can now stay in the game. He could also be the DH. And he doesn't have to, if they pull him from pitching, he still is the DH. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Yeah. So, For sure. Anyway, sorry, Travis. We got off on a little tangent there, but. Um, no, no. And, you know, know kind of going back to the, you know, we talked, we hit on the NFL a little bit. Yeah. What did you think of the, the Kansas City play? Listen, I'm going to tell you my entire junior high and high school career, and I did play. It wasn't like my bragging about my college career. I played in junior high and high school. My entire uh, high school career, I got called for two penalties. Two. And you and both of them were the exact same penalty. Do you know what those were, Travis? I'm guessing um, false start and, you know. Or Snapchat was like, ready, set, hut. I mean, That's it's true. How do you fall starting? It was lining up off sides. Yeah. Lining up off sides. Listen, I saw the play. It was egregious. And it deserved to be thrown. That being said, he threw the flag and the flag was out. And then this amazing play happened. It yeah. wasn't like, it wasn't like he saw the play happen and go oh no we can't have that yeah yeah they'd have picked it up because it was a cool play if i was buffalo i'd have been pissed yeah you know what i'm saying like 
it was a penalty. Yeah. You know, and then, and it is priceless. It is priceless hearing the Kansas City Chiefs fans complain about the refs. Like, <laughs> oh, this questionable call didn't go our way. Guys, you won the Super Bowl on a questionable call. Yeah. You don't beat Cincinnati. There, I said it. <laughs> and I it. Cincinnati would have beat y'all. They were better last year, and the refs gave you the game. Yep. Sorry. Another tangent there. But yeah, it's just, it's funny. Eli's salty about it. He's like, how do you call that there? I'm like, what it, what it was supposed to do is go from like a fourth and, I mean, uh, whatever it is, first and 15, first 20. He didn't know that was going to happen. He can't pick yeah. it up. Well, instead of how do you call that there, how do you not make sure you're lined up properly? A hundred percent. This is what I mean. How do you, you know, how do you, not, how do you not make sure? I mean, that's, it's very simple. A receiver is supposed to do that on every play. On every play, you're supposed to get out there and make sure you're one of the ones that's supposed to be on the ball or off the ball, that you got the proper amount of people on the ball, and that you're not lined up too far every every play. Because you can be too far back, too, and not have enough people on the ball and get an illegal formation penalty. Right. However, Clint, what a freaking gutsy play, man. No, it was a good play. It was a very and, – And from what I understand, it wasn't called. No, no, it wasn't. Travis Kelsey is a smart – foot. both them Kelsey boys are smart football players. I was I watched a clip from um, the Kelsey brothers podcast, and, and um, Travis Kelsey was talking about it, and he said, he said, I knew where all the defenders were. And he said, and Tony was there in a, in a pitch spot. So they do, you know, Andy Reid does tell them, you know, to get in a place to be ready to be, have the ball pitched to you. And he said, he looked over there to him and he threw him a perfect spiral, man. Yeah. A perfect spiral. And that man, that's one of the reasons I love, I like, I used to like Andy Reid. Okay. But he's turned into be one of my favorite coaches. He's smart because well because he's willing to try different things, yeah. and he's trying things. Some of the things he's tried are some of the things that Razorback fans that we tried and didn't work, but we stole them from Andy Reid. The whole Trey Knox lining up behind center deal last year in a game, yeah. yeah. Travis Kelsey did that the week before. They did the exact same play where he he um came in motion, what got got behind center, took the snap, and dove forward for the first down on like yeah. a fourth and one. Okay, exact same play we did with Trey Knox. It's just it didn't work for us. Difference is is our quarterback's huge. Yes, uh, yes. That, that motion, and they did that because Mahomes had a hurt ankle at that time, and so they didn't want him to be running like a like a push play like that you know they they didn't want him to be you know trying to push forward on a short yardage so that's why they put that in but then that other play where they did the ring around the rosy thing you remember that oh that's funny that was something the guys they were just doing in practice one day and it worked and so Andy Reid's like let me see that again and they put it in and it works but you know what? You know what's funny is, is I won't give him credit for this, and I, I, this is going to be weird to say. Um, not weird to say because we had him on the podcast, I think th third episode. You know, we were out there just touch butt time. I don't know what else you call it. You know, goofing yeah. off time. A lot of shenanigans happen before football practice and after football practice. And Coach Reed show ninety four draws, what we called it, mm. where where the the you'd fake dive with the fullback with the halfback fullback would stand there like this arms in the cradle quarterback would slip it in there and fake a pass. Everybody would key on the wrap that. around draw, which is wrap around draw is what it's called. Lou Holtz used to run it for the hogs back in the day. Yeah. But we were just did that goofing off and coach Butters like, Hey, you know, let's put that in the game plan. And Sean Walters had like something ridiculous, like a 250 yards rushing against Dardanelle. Against, draw. against Clinton, he had like 200-something, and, and it was 94 draw and 97, those two plays. 
you know, just to. I mean, it was, it was just it was just ridiculous. It, yeah. He saw. I mean, he saw it goofing off and like, oh man, this could work. And then we ran it. And then we ran. But you it know, he never would go with the tackle eligible to one of us. We and tried they, to get coach to do that, man. You remember, you know, and I remember the senior pick game at Tech, and this is a true story because I always wanted to catch the ball. Like they let me my senior year because I didn't play defense, I just played offense. They let me be like the scout team tight end. Mm-hmm. And I man, I was out there looking like you know, Mark Bavaro and stuff, you know. <laughs> they think dreams are made of. <laughs> so uh he was they're your first ever big C bigger T Mark Bavaro reference. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah. So, so uh, all the kids are Googling Mark Bavaro, played for the yeah. Giants within the Bill Parcells days. Was great on Tech Mobile One. Yeah. And I don't know where he went to college, but I'm probably going to Google it after this show. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm guessing it's it probably, I bet you, I bet you money right now. I have no idea. I bet it's a Big Ten school with a last name like Bavaro. So. Anyway, anyway, no, so so you know, I, I was my senior year at Tech. They let the seniors pick a play, and I tried to get them to run the center eligible lonesome polecat. And they go, "You can't, we can't do that. That's illegal." I'm like, "I don't care. It's not a real game. It's the senior pick game." Mm-hmm. If we can't, and they're like, "Are you really asking us to do something illegal just so you can catch the football?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." And so then they just ran the lonesome polecat, and I had to block a guy with my, by myself. Yeah, like we actually ran it in the game, and it, we like we started running no huddle because we did good on it. Yeah, but I had to block a guy by myself, and he was actually pretty good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Mark Bavaro, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay, yeah. that makes see you you use the Google. So yeah, yeah. use the Google. Yeah, I mean it's kind of well, I guess it's an ACC school, but it's in Indiana. Yeah, that's Big Ten country. Yeah. The well, um, Catholic name, I think so. So it makes yeah, sense. but now, uh, but now I just I, I'm impressed with coaches like Andy Reid willing to, you know, to try those things. You know, and sometimes they may seem a little silly, but to me, that also keeps your keeps your offense, keeps your guys, you know, fired up out there and stuff like that. Now, speaking of which, Arkansas oh, got talk a little NFL with you too, if you had if you wanted to take do it. Well, let's. Let's let's go on this because this is a good transition, which okay, makes this one of the best trick plays Arkansas has ever done. Was the Sebastian Tritola? Oh yeah, pass play. Okay, and now Arkansas has the coach that helped design that play. Is now the offensive line coach for the Razorbacks, and all the old hog mollies are excited. Yeah, and I I'm getting excited too. I watched a um I watched an interview when with um and it had Tritola and Dan Skipper and Bray Cook interviewing him. And uh and I, I just really man, I, I just like what he says. I like the the interaction he had with those former players, the way those former players talked about him. Um I'm excited about him being our our new old line coach. I think that's gonna I think that was a great hire. I think it was a wonderful hire, home run hire. And uh, I think I think he's going to make even, you know, here's the deal. In the portal right now, we're not losing a lot of offensive linemen. In fact, we're not losing a lot of people across the board yet. Now, they're, you know, Trey Biddy keeps saying he thinks, you know, they keep talking about people they're going to bring in. That In order to bring those in, they're probably going to have to push some out. So he thinks we're going to end up losing some more and, uh, you know, to fill in some of those spots at like, uh, cause right now we're at like 83 scholarship guys. Yeah. You know, and I think they're 85. On, I, think everybody, limit, everybody's right? on K, I mean, everybody's on KJ watch. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, so thank you staying or going. I still think he's going. I do too. I still think he's going. But, I mean, it, it seems weird that he's waited this long. I don't know if he's just waiting on the dust to settle in front of him. I mean, obviously, um, bring in the kid from Boise State. By the way, have you seen highlights of him? I have. I have. Um, he's, he reminds me so much of Matt Jones. Yeah. 
Now he's not, he's not going to folks, please hear me when I say this, I'm not saying he's going to get in there and he's going to play exactly like Matt Jones, but he reminds me because he's, he's six, six, he's a long strider. So he's got that deceptive speed like Matt Jones does. Okay. He's gonna, he's not going to get the yards necessarily up the gut, up the gut, like KJ does up the middle, you know, KJ, a lot of his yards are up the middle, you know, he'll go, you know, he'll release inside the pocket. A lot of, this guy's he'll come out to the outside for slippery. He'll, he'll get, yeah, he'll get the edge because of his stride and yeah. his quickness and go. And his throwing motions a little to me, a little like Matt Jones. Because you know, Matt Jones had that kind of circular, you know, it was too long of a throwing motion. That's why he didn't, you know, n- didn't get a chance to play quarterback in the pros. Yeah. It is going to be interesting to me just to see, you know, if KJ comes back, obviously KJ's quarterback with him. Mm. I mean, it's uh, it's a given. If KJ doesn't come back, you, I mean, Jacoby probably came thinking he was going to be the guy after um after KJ. Yeah. And from, from what I've read, and this was by Malachi Mom Singleton, Malachi Mom Singleton's mom on Twitter. Apparently, Malachi's looked good too, and we've started Pittman saying his praises. Yeah. Uh, so it's it should be interesting to see like they're gonna there's gonna be a battle quarterback battle and we yeah. haven't had a quarterback battle no in a long time no in a long time and uh, so that'll be that'll be interesting I th- and I think you're right I think going into next year I do expect it to be a three way battle because I, I do expect KJ to be gone and I expect Jacoby uh, this kid was it Green his last name I believe so from uh, Boise and Malachi. I think Malachi Singleton's in the mix. Like you said, I think that's an important, important point. Um, I think KJ Jackson coming in four star recruit. I don't know if he's going to enroll early or not. Um, Most of them do nowadays, but yeah, I mean, most of them do, which, yeah. And I'm, which I, man, that's just, I get it, but it's also like, man, be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You get I agree you, only, with you. you only get to be a kid once, but I mean, those those days when you're at that level are gone because you spent every weekend at a camp. Yeah, you know, seven on seven competitions. I mean, you're just you're a professional athlete. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of professional athlete, I was going to ask you. You know, the NFL's in full swing. I know some of our listeners probably don't watch your NFL at all. Me and you still play fantasy football because we're nerds. Mm-hmm. So man, if you were picking it right now, I mean the number one overall seeds would have been would be San Francisco and someone I didn't even have winning their division, Baltimore. Yeah. I mean I think everybody thought San Francisco in San Francisco, man, Tom Brady was at least a sixth round pick. Brock Purdy was drafted in a spot yeah. Where like you would rather about not be drafted. Yeah. With a team that had just traded up to get what the number two or three overall pick a couple years ago, Trey Lance, who now send the bench for Dallas. Yeah. So uh yeah, they I mean that's that's sheer luck. Yeah. To that guy. And he he's a good quarterback. He he's earned the spot. Um, but would you have seen them too as the uh top teams in the no, and I, and I tell you, I think um, I, I still don't think Baltimore would be the top if it hadn't been for injuries to two quarterbacks in their division. And that's been crazy this year in the NFL, the quarterback injuries. It's terrible, yeah. I mean, it's bad, and I think you're seeing why I think this season's going to bolster the market and the pay rate for the number two quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I do, but, um, I mean, no, I, yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. Um, I think, uh, you know, right now, like you said, you got, um, yeah, the Cowboys actually have the tiebreaker on the Eagles. So they've seen, and this is the NFC and I believe Chicago would be the, not Chicago, Detroit would be the three seed. Yeah, and um, Tampa Bay somehow with old Baker Mayfield at quarterback. 
Oh, Bake. Dude, I love Baker Mayfield. I, I, I He got a raw deal in Cleveland. Yeah. And I, and I think Carolina was a mess. Oh, it was terrible. It, yeah. it was a mess. Man, they, they did him dirty in Cleveland. And they, you know, I know you're a Cleveland fan. Well, Cleveland's I, done a lot of quarterbacks dirty. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> so, I love they, the I love the Browns, but I'm I'm willing to admit it. Uh, hey well, man, you, the Cowboys, dude, they look good. <laughs> Micah Parsons, folks, look if you're not an NFL fan, and you may be mad at us talking NFL right now, just watch Micah Parsons play football. Yeah, just turn it on and watch him play football. That dude is a beast. I mean, we we hadn't we hadn't seen guys like he. We've seen guys like that, but he's still, man, he's he's fun to watch. Um, the Niners, like you said, are fun to watch. With uh, they've just done a, such a good job of building building a roster. You know, they 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 got solid players, just almost at every position. I mean, they they just Greg, got solid Greg athletic Greg guys. Greg Greenlaw is a stalwart there. You know, yeah. Him, him and Fred Warner are probably the best linebacking combination. Yeah. NFL and you know, Drake Ringlaw's from up the street in Marlton. Yeah. I mean, so the lines. Yeah. Dude, I love it. You know, when they hired Dan Campbell, everybody kind of groaned. Yeah. <laughs> like they 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 groaned. Yeah. And I watched that season of hard knocks and that gummit, I'll be honest with you, I'm pulling for the lines. Now they yeah. took it out to the Bears this weekend. They've had a couple yeah, games. Yeah, that didn't look good. They had a couple games. But you know what? Justin Fields is also playing for his livelihood. I mean, he's probably seen the mock drafts. I mean, and he they're going to have the number one overall pick just because Carolina's that bad. And um, they're going to have two first-round picks. Yeah. So they're, they're going to have the number one overall, and then they're going to have what theirs would be. Yeah. So, so I think – They're going to – They're going to – Fields is trying to play Marvin Harrison Jr. into that number one overall draft pick spot is what he's trying to do. Now, I want you to notice in the in the AFC, my Browns are in it, baby. They're they're yeah, they're a wild card. With Joey J- 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 Joey Flacco. He was probably making pizza perfect. somewhere. How perfect would it be if Cleveland actually won the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco? Dude, it'd be amazing. Yo, Joe Flacco. I mean, Joe, Joe Flacco. Dude was dude was about to be selling insurance, and they like Browns call him up, get him on the practice squad. But you know, there there's two like grizzled veterans. You know, you saw Jason Peters did the same thing, signed a practice squad contract, and he's playing all kinds of tackle for the. Hey, uh, and and that's and that's another. There's another guy on the Browns. Man, if you're if you're look, if you like defensive football, Miles Garrett, <laughs> the guy raises chickens. Flint raises chickens. He knows what it's like. Guilty chickens. Um, <laughs> you know? So, uh, Miles Garrett is man, and then the you know the Packers are in it. You know Jordan Love yeah. has got them has got them hanging in there. Um, the Steelers are in it without a quarterback. Uh, Dude, no, that's what's funny is Flacco exactly has one less TD pass than Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This it's is terrible. And he's just played what one game or whatever. Or two. Well, no, other no other NFL news. Did you see today? I saw this as a blurb, you know, when I was at Slim Chickens. That's my sports news for the day was eating a Slim Chickens and watching the Pat McAfee show with a little blurb going down. Yeah. But apparently, you know, it's the end of an era that, that Kraft has decided, has pretty much made his mind up. Now, this has not been said by Robert Kraft or Belichick. Yeah. He's going to pull the plug on Belichick. Yeah, I think. Um, now, there was a rumor that, um, you know, one, you know, the – if they been, hadn't been on a short week, there's the rumor was that the Chargers would have went ahead and fired their coach. Yeah, yeah, they, um, yeah. There's there's rumor that they're going to trade that the Chargers are going to trade for Belichick. Belichick, yeah. There's there's a but rumor. I'm going to break the news here first. You ready? Yeah. All right. I don't know if you heard, but in Arkansas high school football, 
Oh, Kevin, I saw you did see this. I can't wait. Kevin, Kevin Kelly went to Sheridan. Okay. And he's he's gonna be the new coach at Sheridan. Now, Kevin Kelly and Belichick are good buddies. Okay, they talk all the time. And here and today the news dropped that Little Rock Christian's head coach is going into the business world and dropping out of coaching. I think Belichick ends up at Little Rock Christian because they got mad money. Belichick, Little Rock Christian, Walker Watts, coach. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to happen. And John Gruden is the next offensive coordinator for the Razorbacks. That's that's going to – he was wearing a, he was wearing a red tie the last time he was out east. So that's just just chalk it up, folks. Hey, wow. look, you remember? Wow. Okay, you remember? I'm not going to get a press pass eventually, Travis. Um, you remember? No, no, no. We we gone past that. You know, you remember? Uh, <laughs> we were endorsed by Paul Feinbaum. You remember the? Uh, what was the? Um, Star Magazine and what was the other ones? Inquirer, National Inquirer, yeah. And then, but there was one that there was a lady that would walk around Clinton, and she would sell it. She had this big black cloth bag. It was grit, and it was one of those that, like, you know, everyone's abducted by aliens. You know, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. That's that's what we are for the Ridgeback Podcast, baby. We're, we're the grit. Yeah. Okay, first off, this is completely off subject, chasing a rabbit here. But did I ever tell you about the time when I was in college that I wrote a research paper and my sources were like Star Magazine? <laughs> wow. I got kicked out of school. 100% that, percent that happened. Uh-huh. I made a B on that thing, too. Really? Which, if you know me, if you know me um, writing a paper, a B ain't half bad. Yeah. Dang good, but yeah, I I, yeah, I, I don't think I could have got away with that in my exegetical papers. Yeah, and um, well, you know, you're a religious major, and I, I'm <laughs> sociology, so you know, yeah. we were well, yeah, sociology no, it would fit well with that, yeah. Well, yeah. but it was it was actually for an but I it was the, for the OJ trial, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's for the OJ trial, yeah, that's how old I am. That was when he got charged for murder the first time he got arrested, kids, that's right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. All right, not, so let's, let's, let's go back to the Razorbacks. We talked some goofy there. Um, how about Razorback basketball? Uh, yeah, not not a good showing against Oklahoma the other night, the other day. Um, no, Oklahoma's up to rank number ten. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is Oklahoma was just was a really good team. And um, I think we saw an Arkansas team that just didn't play good. Yeah. In that game, we just um, like we talked about last week. Okay, it's the same stuff. We're not sharing the ball well. Not playing perimeter defense as a team well. Okay, we're you know at times we're playing it as individuals. Okay, but when it, the ball starts moving around, we're not we're not shifting. We're not rotating. Um. And we're not able to get in the flow of the offense. And that's just against really good teams. It's not, it's just not going to work. Now, is season over? Are we done with? Do we, you know, this team, you know, we just write them off? Of course not. Was World War II over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> It was the Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, Greenbrier education. <laughs> that's all you, Miss Simpson. That's all <laughs> you. Well, that's right. No, it's uh, it's not over. Um, look, this team's gonna keep getting better. They are. What you like about them is, look, that game wasn't. It was nine points at the end of it, right? Wasn't it 70 to 79, something like that? Yeah, it wasn't that close. It wasn't that close. Okay, they we, we were beat by worse than that. But they kept fighting back, okay? And so that that's that's good, okay? And they're going to they're going to get better cuz they are they do have players that are older 
experienced, wiser. Okay. And so hopefully we're going to see them um, fight back through the, throughout the season. Now I will tell you, Clint, um, just, just to be honest, look, I love Musselman. I think he's one of the best coaches. There's not another coach I'd want. There's not, there's not another coach I'd want, but he does. I'm just going to be honest. He, he acts childish a lot. He does. When he throws his little fits, man. And I don't know if it's, maybe I'm just thinking about it because his stature, because he's, he's such a small guy, but his wife put a picture out on Twitter. Did you see that? And it had like, had like a Grinch, like in her, in their bed, (laughs) like, like just with his arms crossed, like all mad. Like, yeah, that's your husband. Um, <clears throat> I just, I just don't, I don't like him. You know, there was difference. You know, no, yeah, Nolan, Nolan used to get kicked out of games, but when Nolan did it, man, I felt Nolan was in control when he did that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Nolan knew exactly what he was doing when he got kicked out of games. He got kicked out. He he spoke his mind. Nolan always spoke his mind. He was a he's a brave man. He always spoke his mind. But when he did it, he did it in a way where he was trying to help his team. And he wasn't doing it out of just an emotional reaction. And I feel like with Musselman, it's an emotional reaction. I honestly, I think the difference between the two, really, when you look at it, is, is at the end of the day, is the stature of the two. It could be. I mean, it really is. And because, I mean, Eric Musman yelling at me as a grown man while he'd probably dress me down, it'd be like, okay, that's cute. Fight him on top of it. Yeah. Nolan, I'm not, you know, me being a grown man now versus where Nolan yelling at me when Nolan was in his prime. I mean, like, yeah, yes, yes, Mr. Nolan, I'm scary. Please don't, don't hurt me. Um, That's true. I mean, it just, well, I mean, that's, and that's true. I mean, I think if you met the two, if you just met them, you would walk up to Musselman and you'd be like dapping him up, bro hugging him, stuff like that. And I think if you met Nolan, hello, sir. How are you today? It is so awesome to meet you. <laughs> now, could, you now, could you see Nolan taking these goofy pictures with the kids? No. The basketball coaches do. You no. know, I mean, but – Times times also have changed. Yeah. And, you know, one of the big changes, you know, not getting back off basketball is the, you know, the transfer portal. Mm. One of the few rules of the transfer portal, and there's not many, there's not many, there's no regulation on it, it's the Wild West. But yeah. um, Judge today blocked because it was like, you can do it one time. And the judge is like, nah, y'all can't enforce that. Yeah. And the part of the biggest problem I'm having with the entire portal is, is okay. There's been 130. There was the other day. There was 130 quarterbacks. Yeah. 130 quarterbacks that were in the portal. Yeah. And the way you can shop yourself around nowadays, why not? Why not? If I was a starting quarterback of Arkansas, I'd hit the portal every year. Yeah. Well, like, hey, I just got offered this by by Georgia. Yeah. Then do you want to match it? And mm. like, no, that's a good. We can't match that. I'm like, all right, man, no problem, yeah. no hard feelings. I'm going to Georgia, yeah. and then if you knock it out of Georgia, like the next year, go. You know what? I'm in the portal. All right, Auburn's offering me two and a half million. Yeah. Match it, and like, okay, I'm gonna go quarterback Auburn. I mean, I mean, at this point, why? I mean, why not? Yeah. Um kind of uh <laughs> now this isn't portal related, but um kind of something else that's kind of funny to talk about. Last week there was a picture put up on Twitter of the airport in Pine Bluff by none other than Mr. Lane Kiffin. 
Lane Kiffin's the greatest troll of all time. He is. He is, man. And I, and I thought that was so cool because, and I heard someone talking about this. You know, a lot of these coaches are all secretive about where they're going. You know what? You know where? You know where they're traveling to every day and stuff like that. And and Kiffin's like, "Hey, man, I'm in your backyard, Arkansas." You know, come on. <laughs> he's, you know, he's hitting up. Uh, was it Crutchfield? And that his name, receiver from Pine Bluff. I'm assuming he was in town to see uh, Pooh Paul. Uh, and then uh and then he went to see uh I think the kid in I think he's after the kid in Malvern. Okay. Uh running back in Malvern, uh who's uncommitted. There's a lot of folks still after him. So uh but yeah, man, he just posted that pic, said, Hey, hey Sam, I'm in your backyard, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I just there's something to that, man. I I don't know, I like it. Dude, I don't know if Kiffin would work anywhere else as well as he works in Ole Miss. Yeah, and I wanted to be the way I wanted to be get the Arkansas job. I don't know if he'd have worked as well here. I think he would have come yeah. across. I think he would have come across too gimmicky. Yeah, especially after you know the Chad Morris. Who was just I think like, there's something to. Yeah, that's Ole Miss. You know, that's you know that's. It's Mississippi. Nothing's right in Mississippi. <laughs> you know, there's just something to that. He plays it up. Like, like I still firmly believe that the three coaching hires that were made that year in the West were were Mike Leach. That was the perfect hire for Mississippi State. Mm. It's kind of sad what's kind of happened there this year. Um, Arkansas, I think you still got it right with Sam Pittman. Mm. Um, it's a prove-it year. For sure, it's a prudent year, but I think he's, I think he's made the, I mean, he's made the steps to fix it. I really do. I think you know the office line coach coming back, and I, I'm getting on board with Petrino. I think it's going to be if Petrino, if Petrino's humbled himself enough to make it work. Well, the, here's the deal. We really have no choice but to get on board. Yeah, because it's done, and that's our hogs. So. I'm going to root for him. And, uh, you know, I didn't enter the portal. Yeah. So I'm going to root for him. And, you know, look, like I said, you know, I said it before, I'm all about redemption stories. I think everybody needs one. I mean, you know, the job I'm in as a pastor, I better believe in redemption stories or, you know, not going to get very far in my work. But the truth is, um, you know, I, I just wasn't for him getting redemption at Arkansas. I was yeah. fine with him getting redemption anywhere, you know, everywhere else. But who knows, man? Maybe it's a, it's for the best. And so let's see. I mean, I like the Mateos hire. Um, we now, haven't had any other think, coaches. You, you, now, you think they're done with staff and turnover because we're kind of people hired their staffs. To a degree, I don't see. I mean, if there there may be some more, but I don't see a lot more. Yeah. Unless somebody just gets sniped, you know. Yeah. Unless somebody just comes in and well, offers Jimmy, you know, someone, you know, let's say a, a Georgia, you know, loses a running back coach to the NFL, and they they come in after Jimmy Smith, you know, with his connections in Georgia and his recruiting ability there, yeah. you know, I mean, that's or an Auburn. Would you know? I could see him. I could see an Auburn going after him, you know, because of his recruiting connections, and that you know that general vicinity, Georgia, and all that. So, um, but otherwise, I think you know. And I was wondering what would happen with Guyton now that he's had the taste to be an offensive coordinator. If he would say, "Okay, you didn't give me the job, so I'm gonna," but I think. I think the fact that he got hired by somebody obviously more qualified than him, you know, I mean, you know, it wasn't like it was. Yeah. It wasn't like he was like this. Unproved. Well, here's the thing is, is look, I, we know how I felt about Bobby Trino. We know how I felt, but is there a better play caller in college football than Bobby Trino? Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, if there is, you can probably count them on one hand. Um, and I'm, 
brain fart on who they may be. So what I'm saying is oh, yeah. you've seen how Browse does it. You've seen how Enos does it. Now, okay, here's here's the guy. Here, here's mm-hmm. here's the guy. It is a chance to learn, learn. And he probably had all chances to go be an OC at a Mac school or Sun Belt or something like that. I'm sure if he wanted to, he could have been. So mm-hmm. but he probably chose to like, I'd rather let's let's take a year learning under Petrino. Yep. So well, still lots of good things going on with the Hogs. Uh, basketball team is going to come around. Uh, they got a little break this week. Um, they play this weekend, right, against Lipscomb and Little Rock. Yeah, and Little Rock. I think we should, when you label this podcast, just put the We Rambled podcast. That's right. <laughs> because, we literally, but, literally talked about everything. Because this is, but this is what the conversation would be having just over the phone. That's right. My fancy football team did beat Travis's this week. So did. Did. Which I think you're the number one overall seed, and I'm the number one seed of the consolation bracket. So go for it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. But injuries, man. Injuries been killing fantasy football. It has. It has. I mean, uh, I've used my IR spot for many times this year. So anyway. Well, folks, thank you so much for watching and listening and and paying attention to us. Like, share, comment. Let like, people know share. about this. Uh, you know, comment, man. Tell us, talk to us a little bit. Tell us what you think about what we said. Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? All that good stuff. Uh, hometown roof. Give them a call. Got a hat. Get your roof right. Clint. Yes. Been another one. Been another one. I, what are one, we up to? 135. 135. 135. 135. All right. Well, folks, God bless. Have a great week. Rest of the week. Bye, everyone. Sweat. Work. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard drive So I can sow the seed In a and pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no more, till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come, oh, I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no more, till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come. Pick me up right on 